Good evening. Welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to help you fall asleep. We do it with a bedtime story. And that story's going to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you up at night. Racing thoughts, intellectual thoughts, horrible thoughts, worries, confusion, overthinking, underthinking, whatever's bugging you. You just need to listen to my voice. I'm going to distract you. As I drone on and on, things are going to go from distracting to boring. But it's going to be like poof before you even know it because you'll be drifting off into dreamland. If you want to check out older episodes, they're on our website, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com or on iTunes. If you have a chance to review us and rate us on iTunes, that'd be great. If you have any feedback about the podcast, questions, comments, concerns, it's feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. And we post all our show bloopers over on Facebook. That's the uh, place I decided to place the bloopers. So if you go to Facebook slash Sleep With Me Podcast, I think that's where we are on Facebook. And you can like us or follow us or whatever. And if you think I embarrass myself on the podcast, wait till you hear what I cut out. I really want to thank you for listening. And I hope I help you fall asleep tonight. Because that's what we're here for. So thanks. And tonight we have another simple bedtime story. It's called The Elf Who Wouldn't Listen. And the elf who wouldn't listen, her name was Orange Lux. She was a forest elf. In particular, she was a deciduous forest elf, born deep in a deciduous forest. The kind of forest where the leaves change color and fall off the trees. Kind of like the woods not that far from your house. A temperate deciduous forest where they fall off because it's the temperature changes, it gets colder. As opposed to a subtropical or tropical deciduous forest where... <laughs> It uh, changed because of the rainfall. Yeah, so hey. Hey, Ken Jennings, look out. Somebody, one of my podcast listeners is coming for you, buddy. There's a question on deciduous forests. They may or may not have the correct information I may have given them. Let's get back to Orange Lux. Fuck Ken. No, I love Ken Jennings. I was going to say fuck Ken Jennings, but Orange Lux was a, a pleasant little, little forest elf. A couple things you should know about deciduous forest elves is that they are community elves, so there's really no parents. I don't want to get into the whole reproductive process of forest elves because, you know, I don't have uh, enough uh, elf dolls to demonstrate their reproductive process. But needless to say, there aren't two parents. The elves are raised in community and by community. Deciduous forest elves have the stereotypical large ears you expect to see on elves or sometimes on gnomes, certain gnomes. We're not talking about Lord of the Ring type elves. We're talking deciduous forest elves and Christmas elves, obviously, since they're north. They both, well, I don't know if they're all north of the equator, but more, more these are more similar to Christmas elves, but not exactly the same. They have bigger ears, for one. Deciduous forest elves have large ears, as I already said. And the essential function that deciduous forest elves play, and from now on I'll just call them forest elves for Sanity's sake, 
So yeah, we're gonna call them forest elves. They play a large part in hibernation of in the hibernation of the forest animals, and we'll get into the details later. But that's essentially the uh, function these forest elves serve. You know, they live in a, a little ecosystem, and they're part of the ecosystem. It's making sure everybody is ready for hibernation. So back to Orange Lux. Orange Lux, she was, you know, one of those people that's just born different. As a little child. She was always more quiet than the other elves, more serious. She was prone to staring. Even as a baby, she would just stare at adults or other things for hours at a time and always creeped all the other elves out. And why, why is she staring at that rock? You know, Orange Lux, Orange Lux, look over here. Look, there's a bunny. It's moving around, bouncing. Well, now, she won't, now she won't stop staring, staring at the bunny. And, you know, when people are different... They get picked on, and and they get picked on a little bit by adults for being the same, and and by other kids. Oh, and one more one more thing about Orange Lux is that she she was born without any earlobes, which contributed to the making funning. So Orange Lux had no earlobes, and the one knock on her, even from a little baby, was that she she wouldn't listen. And all the adult elves used to say. Uh, you know, when I talk to this orange lux, she just stares at me. And then, you know, you know the kid that stares too much to begin with? It's like, hey, hey, orange lux, drink some more milk. And she'll just stare at me. Like, be looking at me. Like, who are you to tell me to drink milk? I got 46 other parents telling me to drink milk. I don't need, I, I know to drink milk. And then she'd drink the milk. She just, she, just, she just couldn't listen or wouldn't listen. They could never figure out. You know, they had all these tests done by the elf doctors, and they're like, no, it's not that she can't listen. Her ears seem to work fine. You know, we've run, run through all a battery of uh, pseudoscience medical tests, you know, here in this uh, inside this tree tree stump. And, yeah, she checks out just fine. Her hearing is fine. So it's either something in between the ears that's not related to the ears, or it's the lack of earlobes, or maybe she's just and, you know, in a community that depends on community, that's a dirty word, willful, ego. So that was what was whispered, is that maybe she's so quiet, she's up to something, she's selfish. And if she went to school and she was taught lessons, she had this habit that would drive the adults crazy. They'd say, um, would you like to say, I uh, need you to uh, do this uh, math equation. What happens when you have three acorns and you take six acorns away? She'd say, so you need me to do the, this equation. You need me to take three acorns and tell you how many I'd have left if I take six away. I'd say, yes. Okay, so that's what you want me to do. Yes. It would become this rigmarole. And then finally, she'd probably answer the question. At that point, she'd be like, well, I don't, that, you know, that question doesn't really have an answer. You have negative three acorns, which is impossible. Orange Lux, could you uh, pick up that uh, bark that fell off your plate there? If you want me to, do you, you want me to pick up this bark here that fell off my plate? Yes, Orange Lux. So, I'm going to, you want me to pick up this bark? I say, Orange Lux, uh, come here, come here. You want me to come here? You want me to come here, come here, come here as in you're here, so you want me to come there? And she always said it in a kind of a matter-of-fact manner, and it was really confusing. To you. Is she being willful, or is there something really wrong with this elf? Or, you know, and elves are 
especially deciduous forest elves are incredibly patient creatures. So they kept trying and that you know they kept warning her. And deciduous forest elves love stories. So you know, after a while they'd say, Hey orange ducks, come over again and she'd be like, We come over here, come here and I'd be like, No, 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 let's not do that. Just let me I have a, I have a story to tell you. So you're gonna you you wanna tell me a story? You have a story you're gonna tell. Okay, Orange Ducks, just listen. So you want me to listen to to your story that you're talking about earlier, or and they'd hold their hand. A lot of them would hold their hand over her mouth or give her a shush. Then they'd take their health breath. Orange Ducks, once upon a time, there was a little bunny. And this bunny had the biggest tears in the forest. But the bunny never listened to its mother. Its mother would say, go where you like, but don't go over there where the cats live. And she would say, okay, mother, okay. But I'm the fastest bunny with the biggest ears, so I could hear a cat coming from miles away. And I was like, don't go in the garden where the cats are. You can go anywhere on our side of the marsh or wherever the bunnies live, but don't go over there. And, uh, then one day the bunny said, oh, well, I'll hear the, you know, and she went over and she thought, oh, well, here. And then the cats got her, orange locks, and they ate her. Because you'd never hear a cat coming unless you listen to your mother. And she would, that's why she was telling them. You know, and orange locks would always be like, wow, like kind of creeped out. Hmm. And then she would kind of think about it. And she said, so... The size of the bunny ears are not related to how well they can hear. But no, 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 no. The moral of the story is, oh, forget it. And then, you know, another doll post. Oh, orange you like, you know. And they, at this point, they just, hey, I got, I got something to tell you. And they cover their mouth. And, you know, once upon a time, there was a brook. And it was called the Babbling Brook. And it would babble all day long. But the brook never stopped to listen. And then one day, the brook was still babbling on and on like this. And because it was babbling, it couldn't hear anything. What it couldn't hear was that the beavers were coming to dam it up. And the beavers dammed up the water. And it stopped. And then the brook stopped babbling. And then there was nothing to hear because the brook was gone. Because it was babbling instead of listening. And orange jokes have been, hmm. So, if a brook dries up, it's dead. Is that, is that correct? Well, well, orange jokes, um, and beavers kill brooks. Got it. This would go on. I mean, this went on hundreds and hundreds of times. You know, say, uh, hey, Orange Ducks, come on over here. I need to, uh, whatever. Orange Ducks, could you not speak? Do you don't want me to speak? Right, starting now. Don't speak starting now. We go, Orange Brook, or uh, Orange Ducks. Did anyone ever tell you about the tree that uh, forgot to shed its leaves? You know, the, this tree... It said it had the most beautiful voice in the forest, and the tree loved to sing. Is the singing anything like the babbling of the brook? No, no, no. This tree would sing, and it had these great 
huge trunks and green leaves. And one day it was just singing and singing. And it sang all the way through spring till it grew and its leaves flowered and its fruit. The animals took everything. And it sang all through summer. But the thing was that it fell in love with its own voice and it kept singing straight through to fall. And it never forgot to take off its, it forgot to drop its leaves. And so then one day a winter wind came and blew the tree out of its roots and away. And the tree was gone forever. And it never sang again. Except when it was getting blown away, it was singing in pain. Orange locks. So think about that. When orange locks. Okay, so. Um. I thought, you know, one of the forest rules was, isn't it the, our job to remind the animals when to hibernate? Is it our job to remind the trees when to drop its leaves? Or is it mother's, Mother Nature's job to tell the tree? So shouldn't Mother of Nature, even though the tree was singing, shouldn't Mother of Nature interrupt the tree? And why would the tree make, why did the tree make Mother Nature, um, why did Mother Nature make the tree sing so loud that she couldn't hear when it was time Oh, never mind orange hugs. And so, yeah, like I said, this went on oh, hundreds of stories here, but I'm going to leave it at that. And they, uh, finally all the adult elves got together, and they said, what are we going to do about this orange lux? She's just so exhausting to deal with, and, and she just doesn't listen. This girl, she just doesn't want to listen. She won't listen. She always has something to say. You know, you, she's either got to say what you said, or she's got to ask you these questions, but she can't just do it. We, we're action elves. We do it. And um, the head of the school raised her hand. And she said, you know, the big uh, hibernation test is coming to see who's ready for next, this upcoming hibernation to help. And, you know, there's all these listening tests and, and the children, you know, either they pass or fail and then they have to repeat a grade. I think we should have Orange Lux go first in front of the entire school and she could do her test. And all the other kids could watch. And then we can decide what to do about Orange Lux. That, the teachers broke the news to, uh, they said, okay, uh, Orange Lux, you're going to be the first one to take your test to see if you're ready to work at this year's hibernation. And if you fail, we're going to have to see, you know, maybe you'll pass next year. But we've never had anyone fail before, so... I hope you're able to listen and be able to take this test. And you're going to be the first one taking it, and you'll take it in front of everyone. So make sure you study. Study good. And the adults sent her off to study with the study materials. They do have study materials. Of course, she re recycled everything the adult just said to her, but I don't, want to, you know, I don't want to waste your time. I know you're already asleep or trying to sleep. And like as I said, this isn't kind of test any uh, – any um, – any deciduous forest elves normally fail when they're the right age, and the right age is the right age as the community decides. And usually, they don't take it in public, or if they do, it's just such not a big deal because it's just kind of a it's just a hearing test. It's not. You'll see when we get to the test, it's not that big a deal. Did I already say big a deal? But whatever. And I guess the uh, community was just hoping the humiliation, the third humiliation, would threaten Orange Lux enough to just finally listen. So they put their feet down, and they're willing to risk this poor 
girls, self-esteem for the thing. So the day of the big test comes, and they call the entire community around, and they're this giant cave, underground cave, where they have the test. And all the old, wise, wise, uh, older elves are the ones that conduct the test, the test masters, they call them. And they call and say, who's the first initiate? And they call Orange Lux, you know, before them. And the thing is that usually they stack the test in reverse since it's in front of all the other kids that are going to take the test. That, um, you know, the kids that are going to definitely going to pass flying colors go first so all the other kids can basically cheat. So by having Orange Lux go first, it was a little bit out of protocol. So they call her in and they say, okay, Orange Lux, you are the first initiate. Are you ready for the test? She said, are you asking if I'm ready for the test? Said, yes, Orange Lux, are you prepared to take this test? So do you want to, you want to know if I'm prepared to take this test? Whether, do you want to know if I'm actually prepared? Isn't the test going to say, wouldn't the test test if I'm prepared? Okay, we're going to begin the test. So you're going to begin the test. So, Orange Lux, please do not respond in to our questions, but merely respond with the answer to the test. This is a test to see if you're ready to help Mother Nature in preparing for the hibernation season. And you don't need to say anything right now. Just when I point two fingers at you and nod, and that will be when you need to answer the question. So your first test, Orange Lux, is the old plunking of the acorn test. Now, this is the test you're listening, as all our tests are. And as you might remember, it's very important to be aware of at what rate the acorns are plunking from the trees to the ground. Because when the acorns are plunking at a certain rate, which we have educated you at school, of a rate of certain so many per minute per day, we need to go to the squirrel and say, Brother Squirrel, it's time to gather your acorns. It's time to gather your acorns, Brother Squirrel. You know, the time has come to gather your acorns. Don't make haste, make haste. The winter's coming. So that's our job is to warn the squirrels. So go ahead. Clear your mind. You may close your eyes, Orange Lux, and listen for the plunking of the pro acorns. And when you think it is time, say, Brother Squirrel, Brother Squirrel. Okay. Begin. And at first, you know, it's a, a pretty standard plunking test if you've never taken one. Usually, I guess when a hearing test I took, it was the opposite. I'd be plunking like those tongue depressors into something. But anyway, so Orange Lux just sits there and somewhere behind her where she can't see, these old guys are just dropping acorns. Little by little, like first they're dropping one, then they're dropping two, then they're dropping, you know, more and more. Finally, Orange Lux stands up and, and she uh, she says, Brother brother Squirrel, Sister Squirrel, Brother Squirrel, Sister Squirrel, a terrible warning, a terrible warning, terrible warning about the acorns. I have a terrible warning about the Whoa, 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 whoa. Orange Lux, what are you doing? You're not saying the proper, the proper words are Brother Squirrel. You could say Sister Squirrel's fine. That's very nice of you. Brother Squirrel, Sister Squirrel, make haste, make haste. You know, tell them to start. Well, wait, 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 what, what, what was, why, why did you change that? That's one of the things you learned. Those are some of the first words you're ever supposed to speak. Make haste, make haste. Winter's coming. 
Oh, well, you're asking me why I changed the words. Because um, the rate of acorn drop in the past three years, and as far as I could tell from other things I've gathered, is that, that it's inconsistent with your current acorn dropping. And because you were dropping them in the old traditional manner, like right now, the way you were dropping them was kind of like A, A, B, 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 A, A, B, 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 A, 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 B, 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 And we know when it goes from C to Z, right in there is the sweet spot. That was traditional what we're educated on. But, you know, it's no longer doing that. It's kind of going... There's a weird process, and I, I don't understand. So because it was dropping the old way, I um, I wanted the squirrels to get as much. I just wanted to alert the squirrels that, you know, if they had adjusted to the new way, you know, they probably have that that, that this old model was back in place and that and it's just staring at her. Okay, one incorrect. Okay, Orange Lux. So for your next test, um, we have another important listening test this test is called the sighing of the bears test as you know when a bear starts to sigh more often it means it's tired but bears don't know they're tired and when they don't know they're tired they get grouchy but not only that the sighing of the bear is a universal sign for all animals it is time to prepare for the winter rest they need to to nest, as the birds would say, and prep their bedding. So the sighing of the bears is a very important thing. You need to know how deep is the sigh, how tired is the sigh, Orange Lux. So you listen, and then you say, Brother Bear, Brother Bear, it's time to prepare your bed. Brother Bear, tell the other animals it's time to sleep. Other Brothers and sisters of the forest, it's time to sleep. Brother Bear is preparing his bed. Make haste, make haste. Winter's coming. Okay, Ornchuck, so you got me? You just gotta do it with a sigh. Yes, like this. Just nod, Ornchuck. You want me to nod? Okay. So, they sit her back down and they go behind her, these old guys, or old elves. They start to, oh, you know, different guys sighing, different elves. Brother, what? Brother Bear, it's me, Orange Lux. Um, I was wondering if everything's all right because, according to what I can tell, is you didn't sleep the last two winters, and you slept a little bit during the spring and summer and fall. So it seems you've changed from um, from a hibernation, strict hibernation thing, to just um, sleeping more, kind of like us elves. I mean, we take a slight hibernation. They call it this, these guys. 
What, Orange Lux, what do you, you're not allowed to talk to the bears, especially sleepy bears like us. We're gonna maul you, Orange Lux. Ah, rip your face off because we're tired, angry bears, and you're supposed to tell us to go to bed and make haste. Well, yeah, yep, yeah, uh, Professor, um, your bears, they, they stopped hibernating at least three winters ago. Now, I'm not old enough to know when this started, but the bears don't hibernate anymore. Don't, don't you know that? Well, that's not our. Uh, okay, second, second, second failure. Okay, uh, things aren't looking good for your orange lux. Although you only need to pass one test to pass, so you still do have hope. Okay, our next test here. Oh, this is a good test. A good test for orange lux. Orange lux, you might even know the answer to this one from a little story I told you just a little bit back. Okay, it's a story of the babbling brook. Go ahead and have a seat. Now, the all summer, the brook goes from the spring when it babbles and babbles and babbles and bushes. We call it brushing, brushing, I'm the brushing brook. And then over that babble, babble in the summer, and I call the fish along. And then, as the fall comes, trickle, 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 I stop babbling. Stop going, brush, 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 brush. Trickle, 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 trickle. And that tells all the fishes to go back to the sea. And that's the winter's coming to all the little water bugs and striders to go away and uh, be safe for winter's coming. And you'll know and you'll say, Brother, brother fish, sister fish, brother frog, winter's coming. Make haste. All right, all right. So it goes trickle, trickle, trickle. And we don't have a water machine, so it'll just be our voices. But you know the difference Orange Lux, I know you know the difference between a brush, a brushing brook, a babbling brook, and a trickling brook. So just when we make a trickling noise, that's it. Just say, make haste, winter's coming. That's all you need to say. Just You could even say, do you want me to say make haste, is winter's coming? And we'll count that as a correct answer. Okay. Okay, gentlemen. Brushing, 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 brushing. It's pretty cool listening to all these ads. It's almost like they're doing like a little bit of like a barber shop brush but they don't know it like accidental art or something so brushing 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 and then like they go into babbling at different times and brushing so babble brush brush i mean i'm only by myself so i can't do bush brabble babble brush 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 so and then they trickle trick brush brush trickle trickle brush brush trickle babble babble bush trick trick trickle 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 brush brush babble babble trickle 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 and then you know when um I don't know if that's synchronicity, when they just and then they all fall, fall into trickle, 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 and then I was just doing that stare in the orange looks like trickle, 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 and it's pretty soon it like affects the audience. Everybody's going trickle, 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 and their heads are bouncing up and down just like it's trickle, 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 and orange looks she's totally. At this point, I'm lo- I mean, I already love Orange Lux, but she's so cool. She's just sitting there, nonplussed, watching them, listening to the whole trickling. Trick it, trick it, trick it, trick it. Ah! And then finally, you know, the head of the test masters. Orange Lux, you're supposed to say, Brother Fish, Sister Fish, winter's coming, make haste, make haste. You could even just said, make haste, make haste. That's it, or winter's coming, I would have taken. Why did you sit there trickling, trickling? We were all trickling, the entire... How could you have missed that trickling? Did you not hear the trickling? Did I not hear the trickling? 
that's the question. Did you hear the trickling or not? I heard the trickling. Yeah, of course I heard the trickling. Everyone was making a trickling. Everyone was going trickle, trickle, trickle altogether. It was quite um, mesmerizing. But yes, I heard the trickling. Then why did you not say make a swimmer's come? Oh, well, uh, as far as I know, I've never, I mean, I've heard you talk about babbling brooks. And I can imagine what a babbling brook is. You know, we play with those water buckets. And, you know, we have a couple water tables behind the school where we make little dams and stuff. I used to love doing that until the kids um, permanently wounded me because of my lack of earlobes. <laughs> but before that, I liked playing in the water tables behind the school. And um, But the books haven't babbled or brushed. As far as I've been alive, they have just trickle, trickle. That's all they do, just like you're all doing. It's perfect, just like the brook. Trickle, 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 trickle. All spring, all summer. And then it stops. Just like now. Listen. Did you hear that? Hear what? Orange legs. The brook is, st it's not trickling because it's winter. Or or fall. It It's past. Never mind, you don't get it anyway. But yeah, no. Okay, that's another failure. Uh, one last one. We got the pumpkin acorns, sighing in the birds. Okay, orange socks. This is um, this is a one test. I don't see how you can mess it up. It's a good test. It's one that brings us all peace, warms every deciduous forest elf's heart. So I don't see how you can get it wrong. And this test is called the rustling of the leaves. And that is a sound to us like an angel's wings beating on its way back to heaven. And all you need to do is when the leaves rustle, you know, dried leaves. You know, only dried leaves can rustle, really, or drying leaves. Um, you know, there's a difference, you know, the leaves blow, and then at some point they dry out and they rustle. So all you need to do is listen out for the, uh, the, uh, unless you, uh, Yes, just listen for the rustling leaves and say, uh, Brothers and sisters of the forest, make haste, make haste, winter's coming. The leaves are rustling, so get your hustling and be bustling for winter's coming. Make haste, make haste. Okay, can you do that for me? Could we just practice it right now? Do you, you want me to practice? You want me to practice? Yes, yes, Orange Lux, I just want you to say, Make haste, make haste, winter's coming. Make haste, make haste, winter's coming. Fellow elves, make haste, make haste, winter's coming. Creatures of the forest, make haste, make haste, winter's coming. Make haste, winter is coming. Oh, that was chilling and terrifying. If you want to frighten everyone into winter's coming, you don't have to say it so gloomily. But anyway, so when the... Whew, Orange looks, she took the wind out of my sails. I love rustling leaves, but something about that way you stared at everyone. So judgmental. And, but anyway, so just listen for the rustling of the leaves, and that's it. And then just do what you did. You could do it just as how awful as you just did it, and you'll still pass the test. You will be official greeter of hibernation, okay? And you will go out into the forest and do the work of Mother Nature. Okay. And so, 
I make, you know, so first I start with some fake leave noises, and then sooner or later that most peaceful and wonderful sound. I don't even know if I can. Yeah, I can't do that. But the beautiful sound of leaves rustling goes through, and, uh, and they're actually throwing leaves around, and then, and then using a giant piece of paper to blow them. They're making a rustling sound, and all the elves are kind of swaying. A little bit of semi-ecstasy, and then Orange Lux gets up, and of course the guys aren't surprised at this point. She starts just crunching through the leaves. Crunch, 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 crunch. And she crunches all the leaves up, and they're just staring. Everyone's staring at her in horror. Like she just crunched a bunch of infants. And everyone is in dismay. And then she says, she takes a piece of paper out of somebody's hand and blows the leaves. And they make a different sound when leaves are all the leaves are crunched up. They make kind of a swishing sound. But not as wonderful as the rustling of the leaves. She does that for a while. She stares and nobody does anything. She says, make haste, make haste. Winter's coming. Winter's coming. Winter's coming. The test master, he's weeping at this point. Why, why, why? And she goes, well, that's what it sounds like when winter's coming. Not that ru- the rustling is too early to start hibernating. You know, it's that sound that seems, sing, symbols the time as uh, when, when winter's already, when, winter's going to be here when it makes that sound. That's a, and they say, oh, like, test masters don't know what to do. They call a meeting of the council right there. They go and meet in private. Meanwhile, all the kids are sitting there, and they're staring. And part of them wants to be like the mean kids that uh, are always mean to people that are different and and want to abuse them and hurt them. And I don't understand, you know, the elf community, human community. You know, it's hard to understand, like, because even kids, you know, kids want to be mean sometimes and punish the weak and the different. But something's different this time. Something about the ridiculousness of these tests and the way the adults act and the way the weirdness of how Orange Lux acts. Or, I don't know. The kids are just kind of, they're all like, huh. And the adults go, you know, and they're like, okay, well, uh, Orange Lux, we've decided, you know, it's terrible news. You're going to be the first elf cast out of our community. And you have to leave right now. And Orange Lux kind of shakes her head. Nods her shoulders. She said, okay, um, let me get my stuff, and good luck with the hibernating stuff. And um, I'll be, uh, I'm going to go a couple forests over. If anybody wants to check me out over there, I hear the um, pine forest elves. Not sure what the technical term is since I wasn't raised with those guys, but there's like evergreen forest elves or something. Let's see if they need any help or... I might just hang out in the woods. You know, there's plenty of open bear caves. Anyway, all right, see you folks later. Uh, bye. And that, that's kind of the end of the story, according to the elves of the elf, who wouldn't listen. And they would, they, for a couple of years, they told that story. But the thing is, the more they told it, the less, the more it, it became kind of like a virus in the children's brains and the kids that witnessed that test never forgot it and so they banished orange election she left that day 
and they gave the test to the rest of the kids and all the other kids passed. And then nightfall came. And when the elders awoke, every child that had taken the test was gone. And they were never heard from again. And everyone blamed it on the earlobeless. They said, oh, Orange Lux must have met a witch or she was uh, some sort of spell or or she, you know, did some voodoo, or she was evil. She was some sort of evil sprite or evil gnome that had penetrated us and stole our young people. So they made this story about the elf who wouldn't listen. That was even worse than the one I just told you, where Orange Lux was this earlobed menace, earlobedless menace, you know, wreaking havoc on young, deciduous forest elves. But the thing they don't tell you is that deciduous forest elves don't exist anymore. And maybe they were the ones that weren't listening because they're extinct, man. All right, bad news. Their time was up. And that's a pretty depressing way to end it. But yeah, the deciduous forest elves never saw what was coming was that they weren't needed anymore because the animals' hibernation patterns had changed and some animals didn't hibernate, hibernate anymore. Acorns didn't fall how they used to. The uh, leaves on the trees, I don't know. I'm not a scientist, neither were these elves, but I don't know, they're listening to the wrong thing, I guess. So, maybe it should be the story about the elves who wouldn't listen. I'd love to tell you more about Orange Lux, and life for Orange Lux turned out just fine. That's a story for another night. So good night and get some sleep and make sure you listen, not just with your ears, not just with your brain, but with your heart. I think, I don't know. Can you listen with your heart or your gut? Your gut, your heart, that's a lot of listening. But, you know, sometimes it takes more than one way of listening. Got your active listening, got your passive listening, got your listening in, got your overhearing, got your accidental hearing, you got your mishearing, you got your misunderstanding. Overheard? Do we already cover overheard? I guess it's kind of like listening in, overhearing. Might have covered that. Got two loud noises. Got not loud enough. There's a lot of stuff, all right? But you don't got to worry about any of it tonight because you're in dreamland. So carry on. Good night.